Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Hey, Life Group Leaders, welcome back to another episode of our Life Group Leader Podcast. And I have a first-time guest on the podcast. John, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is uh, John Yo. I am the discipleship pastor at North Irvine. Uh, I'm just so excited to be a part of Mariner's family. In fact, this is going to be my fourth month going into this, but I feel like I've been here for a long time because of the people that I've got to know, the relationships that I've I've had, even in these uh, these short uh, four months, it's been so deep uh, and and so good. Um, North Irvine, it's been so great. In fact, I am a participant of Rooted. Uh, yeah, and so it's this weird dynamic of I'm setting up stuff for Rooted and telling <laughs> the leaders, "Hey, this is what's gonna happen," but I don't know yet because <laughs> I'm gonna be participating. Yeah. Um, and it's been such a blessing just to find the group. Uh, we've already gotten so close. We're texting each other pictures and. You know, it's it's been a, an amazing journey, and so just excited to see the the rooted groups grow, the life group leaders just flourish and grow, uh, and so everyone can and grow as well. And it's so cool that we have we have groups happening mm-hmm. everywhere, yeah, like all around Southern California. For our North Irvine life group leaders, this is so cool for them, yeah, to hear you, to hear their discipleship pastor, their group's pastor. So it's it's super special to have you here, and it's just good for even those of us who are at Irvine. Mm-hmm. Like there are groups meeting all over the place yes. and we're studying the same thing. Yeah. Like it's just so cool. The yeah. unity that that we have, the gospel unity that when we sit down this week, that there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of groups asking the same questions, mm-hmm. giving different answers, coming to the same outcome solution. Yeah. And it's just so cool to think that way. Yeah. I definitely agree. I know uh someone who actually at North Irvine asked for a copy of uh, our, our study, the magazine, so they can send it to their fa- friends and family who are out of state to have them join in into discussions. And wow. even without being plugged into, you know, a life group, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the impact is here and how much more within a life group, you know, uh, would this have? So, yeah, that's so cool. The power of the church is mm-hmm. so good. It's so good. But Let's jump in. Yeah. And Life Group Leaders, this is for us to help guide you. We're going to give you all the knowledge that we have. Not a lot, because I'll speak for myself. Not a whole lot, but we'll give you whatever we got to help guide your conversations. Yeah, it's a great conversation. Mm -hmm. But we normally do the lean-in question, which is one of the most important questions that we have. Why? Because it gets everybody talking. Yeah. So if you're like, I already know fun, so I just want to get into the meat of it. Mm -hmm. You can't get into the meat of this without getting everybody to talk first. Yep. You might be ready, but as leaders, we can't take people where they're not ready to go. Agreed. So lean in. John, do you usually remember or forget your dreams? Hmm. <laughs> What's one you can remember that you can share? Yeah, I actually, it's it, it's kind of comes in phases, uh, different seasons of my life where I do remember dreams for a, for a while, very vivid. And then for another moment, you know, I completely forget I remember reading somewhere where it's no you. Everyone always dreams, but it's a matter of remembering or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I don't know the science behind it, 
there is one that I remember so vividly, and and uh, I tell this to you know everyone you know I know because the dream was I was uh, in elementary school and we always went to this mall where they had a man who passed out helium balloons. Okay. And they would tie tie the 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 rope or or the ribbon on the kid's wrist so the helium balloon doesn't you know fly away. And in the dream, my dad picked up the helium balloon, was tying it on my wrist, but he accidentally lets go. And it starts, you know, in my dream, I still remember it, like from the bird's eye view. I don't know how that worked. Yeah. But the balloon's flying away. I'm crying. I'm angry. And then I hear someone go, John, wake up. And in real life, I woke up, looked at my dad and said, Dad, I hate you. And I was <laughs> crying. I was like, what? You're going to get ready for school. Oh, and so that dream, uh, that emotion I felt yeah. in the dream just kind of bled into reality. And yeah, that's one, yeah. one of the most vivid dreams I remember. I, I cannot remember dreams mm. like that. I have, <laughs> there's so many, like, especially having kids. Yeah. There's times where my wife in the morning be like, oh, you heard the kids crying. I was like, oh, they actually, they were crying. <laughs> I, I thought I was dreaming that they were crying. Oh, uh-huh. that's funny. <laughs> but every morning I ask my kids, yeah. hey, what'd you dream about last mm-hmm. night? And my son, just about every morning, says yeah. Spider-Man. Like, there's no <laughs> context, it's just Spider-Man. My daughter, I think the other day was, I dreamt about Hawaii. Oh, She's two years old. Uh-huh. I'm like, hey, stop dreaming. <laughs> I can't stop afford that. Uh, no, but it's just fun, like, even in, in, in kids. Yeah. Like, dreams, they know, and they're they're telling tall tales. But yeah. You just wanted to get everybody to remember a dream. Mm-hmm. And what's, what's something that... Yeah, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Yeah, I'm in your group, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I can't remember a dream. Mm-hmm. Like, and I and you said, do you usually remember or forget? And I'm just sitting in your group. I'm the quiet one. I say, oh, I, I forget. I can't remember anything. Yeah, how would you engage me in a conversation? I would actually, um, you know, point out not to single out people who can't remember a dream, but maybe even pivot to something parallel to that. Uh, because it, it does talk about dreams, and that's the launching pad of what you know our discussion. But even uh, pivoting to, oh, what's a memory? You know, what's an early memory? Or an icebreaker question I love asking is, uh, what's the earliest memory of your life? Yeah. And that could kind of go, oh, okay, it's not really a dream. Mm-hmm. But in a similar way, what's something that I could remember that happened in the past? Yeah. But, you know, if I can recall something and, and at least start a conversation for people yeah. who may just be, I don't know, you know, I don't know about any dreams or I can't remember any, so. That's really, really wise. And the hope is we want everybody to talk. Yeah. So life group leaders, you got to be on your toes. Be prepared for that. And mm. for the person who just says, uh, I just forget. Yeah. Just can't think of anything. Yeah. Like, don't let them off the like <laughs> In the nicest yeah. way, draw them into conversation. So that's leaning. That's in. good. Everybody has talked now. Now we get to look down. Mm. We are opening scripture. And in this case, we are opening our magazines. Our week two discussion questions are on page 42. Mm -hmm. But if you go back to page 38, we have all of Daniel chapter two on page 38, 39, 40, and 41. Mm. Lots of scripture there. Yeah. And if you're looking at the discussion questions, you can kind of see three different moments of look down. Mm. And, you know, leader, this is where you sit with it. What do you want to talk about? Um, you do all three. That's a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think your group could do it. Like for me, if I were leading, yeah. I would just focus on that third section. Mm. Daniel 2, 19 through 23. What was Daniel's response to God giving him 
the vision of the king's dream. So if we read 19 to 23, mm-hmm. um, you kind of have uh, this. I'll read it for us real quick. Yeah. The mystery was then revealed to Daniel in a vision at night. And Daniel praised the God of heavens and declared, May the name of God be praised forever and ever, for wisdom and power belong to him. He changes the times and seasons. He removes kings and establishes kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals the deep and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness and light dwells with him. I offer thanks and praise to you, God of my ancestors, because you have given me wisdom and power. And now you have let me know what we asked of you, for you have let us know the king's mystery. So you can start asking these questions. Yeah. What was Daniel's response to God giving him the vision of the king's dream? There's there's three questions there. And this is where you as a leader just kind of see where does the group go from here? How are they going to respond? So mm-hmm. any any insight on these on these three questions on, on reading this passage, looking down, what are some insights you're seeing, John? Yeah, the first thing that pops out is you know, it, uh, in reading the passage, I thought it'd be, and he declared, and then it was about the dream. But even before the dream, the w- one thing that stands out is he just, he points back to God. God, mm-hmm. thank you even for answering mm-hmm. uh, my, my question. I have, uh, in verse 23, I offer thanks and praise to you. And then it goes on and says, now you have let me know what we asked of you. And there's this clear um, ask and an answer. And he thanks him. Thanks God just even for that before, you know, going on to his mission, yeah. to go to go to the king. Um, and that's the one thing that is highlighted, you know, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Great. I, I love that. And I think I think that's one of the like threads that you could probably throw in throughout mm-hmm. is, hey, what does it look like even for us? Again, this is where as as leaders mm-hmm. we be we could be on our toes mm-hmm. of okay, hey. How can we praise God? Mm-hmm. What's something you can praise God for? Yeah. Like regardless of what's going on in your circumstances in your life, yeah. what is something you can praise God for? Let's declare it. Let's say it out. Let's just let's just walk around. Let's popcorn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just getting this idea yeah. of praise because that's what Daniel's doing. Yeah. So you're getting into into it. But yeah. That's after you look down and mm-hmm. pull pull things out. Yeah. I love that um look on transferring that into real life instead yeah. of just you know, reading comprehension questions where, oh, this says this, this points to this, but you perfectly led it into, oh, in now in our lives, what's the parallel? And I think that's yep. really um, what you, the most you can get out of a passage where you're not just doing a reading comprehension, uh, but applying it, right, into, into yep. your life. That's good. And then we, we go to look out. Mm-hmm. So now we're, we've, everybody's talked, we've looked at the passage, mm-hmm. we've dissected the passage, now we're looking out. Okay, where do we see this come to life in our everyday life and our and yeah. our culture? We're we're looking out to all the places that we go. So how does Daniel's story inform the way we might relate to those who lead us with worldviews and principles that are contrary to our own as followers of Jesus? Mm. That powerful question. Yeah, they would. In your case, uh, in your opinion, do you think life group leaders um, should ever kind of point to people when it comes to a question like this? Or you know, go around the circle. Is there a wisdom in how to lead? I I always say leaders know their group better than anyone. Mm. So you have to have that that discernment yeah. to know. But if it if it's a group that's been meeting three years and mm. five years, mm. I think a leader could. Hey, I'm gonna pick on mm. this person first. Let it lead sense. us into conversation. Yeah. Otherwise, 
it's what we always say is don't be afraid of silence. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So for me, I'm, if I got picked on first, I'd be, uh, 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 my brain's yeah, yeah. processing. Uh -huh. what, how do I want yeah. to answer this? Uh -huh. So you have to give people, you know, if I, if I'm asking this question yeah. as a leader, you know, I'm asking the question and then I'm letting it sit for a minute. Yeah. And then, That's good. you know, 30 say, okay, who, who's, who wants to answer? Who, mm -hmm. who wants to go first? Or maybe this is a time where as a leader, I go first to yeah. give people a chance to think through it. Yep. Or this is where I'm picking on. And someone. you could be the one going, uh, 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 so yeah. everyone could go, okay. <laughs> You're you, man. You got, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that that's a really important question. I think it could lead to a lot of really great discussion in your group. Yeah. And then we look in, hmm. we begin to apply it. There's three look in questions. Yeah. And this is where you as a leader have to manage the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, okay. We only have 10 minutes left. Mm. Okay, let's let's ask one question. Hey, we got forty five minutes left. We just burn in through, or we're the holiest group ever. We meet for four hours, <laughs> uh -huh. um, which I don't recommend. Uh -huh. But picking one of these, yeah, what's one of these look in questions? Mm -hmm. There's only so many things you can apply yep. all at once yep. to not overwhelm. But I think a really great question is, where are you in need of God's wisdom today? Mm. That's a really great way you're going to share some story. Yeah, you're going to ask God, and it opens it up like right in. That could be your prayer request. Yeah. Hey, I was thinking that as prayer requests um, today, yeah. where are you in need of God's wisdom? And someone's just writing it down. Yeah. Just an idea. Yeah. And I, I think for this week in particular, one thing that a life group leaders can do is point to the fact in verse 17, uh, where Daniel just doesn't take it on his own. But mm -hmm. in verse 17, then Daniel went to his house and told his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah about the matter urging them to ask the God of the heavens for mercy concerning this mystery. And then so Daniel and his friends would not be destroyed with the rest of Babylon's wise men. And there's this natural tendency for Daniel to go, hey, friends, you know, I need you guys. Uh, let's pray together. And mm -hmm. the, it could, you can highlight that and say, hey, as a life group, yeah. this is it. This is where we can pray for each other um, and make it not just some special circumstance, but make it a regu regular rhythm uh, whether it's asking for things that we don't know or things we need to ask from from God, it's a multiplayer kind of thing. You know, for yeah. even if it's a personal quest, first own prayer request, we can ask others uh, to help along. Yeah, so great, such great wisdom. Mm -hmm. Thank you. How how was it your first time? That was it was amazing. Yeah. I was <laughs> I was uh, nervous and yeah. uh, you know I was asking Dallas, do I have to do put on uh, some wig or do I have to, he's, yeah, he's like, uh, no, it's audio. So audio. I'm so, <laughs> so grateful. I have a face for podcasts. So, um, <laughs> that's, it works great for us, but awesome. thank you. Thank you for being a part of Thanks. our podcast and thank you for all you do for our life group leaders at North Irvine and Mariner's church. My pleasure. Well, take care, everybody. Bye.